0: Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Friday light. Friday light.
1: What up? The little guy, the little brother. Of Big Friday.
2: The light version.
1: The light version. Uh, how was your day yesterday? I, uh, I know that you went out and did some things.
2: I did. So we left work and went straight out to our highway cleanup, which I know we're going to talk about later. Yeah. I left the highway cleanup and went straight to Halloween costume shopping, which I think we also might talk about later.
1: Not at uh, not at your typical spot for Halloween costume shopping, right?
2: Right. No. Somewhere you would not expect. And the people <laughs> in the checkout line didn't expect me either, and they were very confused. I
1: love that. I love that so much. Yeah, we spent time together after the show on the side of 270, which is always super jarring. When you get out of the car and you're starting to like get the bags ready and get the zip ties and all the things ready to pick up trash, it's super loud and it's honestly probably way more dangerous than like we should.
2: Than it seems. Yeah. Yeah, because for us, we're like, okay, this is fine. We're we're way off on the side of the road. We're far enough away from the cars, but it is so loud that like you can't talk to each other. Yeah. It's so um, windy.
1: Yeah, and yesterday, a trailer hauling a bunch of stuff dropped a Home Depot bucket off the back of the car in traffic.
2: Like, I mean, maybe 50 feet away from you and I.
1: Yeah, as Casey and I were talking, we hear this thing fall off, and then it just gets obliterated by Shattered. another car. Oh, we'll talk about all this on the show today, but uh, scary things on the side of two seventy, which is perfect for 31 mornings of Halloween powered by Johnny Brock. We're
2: really inspiring people to join the volunteer squad. We this? are.
1: We are. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just say, oh, it's super safe. It's quiet. We love getting a great out there. Time. Oh, it's great exercise. Zen. Uh, we've got Jingle Fest tickets at eight o'clock with the big three. Also, your chance to win Ringling Brothers tickets with our game called Famous Clowns at 7.30. Good morning. Thanks for hanging
0: out. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL.
2: Everyone just wants to be a country music star, including Kevin Costner. And I guess you could say he kind of is making it happen.
1: I feel like he's one of those guys that's always dabbled in the, in the band scene.
2: In the realm of it all. Yeah. So I didn't know this. But after finalizing his divorce and officially cutting ties with Yellowstone, Kevin Costner's spending all his time on his side gig, his band. Kevin Costner and the Modern West. They play country slash rock music. And they've actually been a thing since like the mid-2000s, but obviously he's been busy over the last few years. And they just got the band back together last week in Jackson Hole. Obviously selling out two nights at the bar that they were at.
1: Yeah. Uh, How would you like to work for Kevin Costner as so, your front man? Do you think that that would be fun or do you think that now he's divorced and he is like a, he's just driving them? So I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I used to maybe would say, oh, that would be awesome. But now over the last mm, year, I would say he might be a little hard to work with.
1: Yeah. I you missed the drum fill, Jimmy. Give me 25. <laughs>
2: It's in it. The whole concept of people in other careers or actors or something who then make their way into country music is a whole nother topic. Yeah. Name an actor or a careersman who ended up in country music or at least tried to. You can do this.
1: Man, I can't think of anybody right off the bat.
2: Adam Wainwright.
1: Adam Wainwright. Julianne Huff juliana i remember that i remember we actually
2: Song in my head all day.
1: i remember interviewing her as a country artist uh-huh. and only wanting to talk about dancing with the stars
2: uh-huh. <laughs> lucy hale had a country album yeah the property brothers the property brothers
0: Brother.
2: how could you forget
0: wow and
2: now kevin costner And literally every other man that stars in Yellowstone, they all have country music careers. Kevin Costner and the Modern (sighs) West. These performances from them come off the heels of some big changes for him. As obviously I just mentioned, he settled a contentious divorce with his ex-wife in September. And that followed a heated battle over like child support and money and properties. And there was new headlines every other day. Not to mention he recently cut all ties with Yellowstone. Which I think is going to take him to court.
1: Really? Yeah, they're th- going to sue him over it. I think so. Okay. Because
2: really, the the season they were going to end the entire series with him, and they were like, "If you can come film five episodes, we'll end it all. Like mm. that's it." And he's like, "No." Dang. So. Must be
1: nice to have just loads of money loads. to be able to turn down one of the biggest shows of all time
2: while paying off your wife. Yeah to get out of your face because all yeah. you want to do is go play in the honky Jackson Hole. Just want to play Come music! Come on! I'm just pure musician now. Casey Gover's Country is brought to you <laughs> by Offenberg Burkia and St. Clair, Autumn and Shiloh Off 64. If you want to see more about Kevin Koshner and the Modern West, it's on our Facebook page. Remy and Casey.
1: What is the weirdest class trip you ever took? 314-699-4766. I was thinking about this because... When I was in, I think it was elementary school. We went on a trip to the Law and Justice Center, which was basically our, like, we had a little prison in there for... Law
2: and Justice Center. Yeah, but
1: they also had the morgue. And we saw things in the morgue when I was in elementary school.
2: Real things?
1: Yeah. And someone had brought this up yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, we did that too. Why? Why? Like a, educational you purposes. Sure,
2: elementary school? It was,
1: it was, I was, wasn't, wasn't high school. Wasn't high school. I know that. So maybe junior high or middle school or whatever.
2: I would say more of that.
1: Regardless. Why? <laughs> like you could have just shown us a video. You could have wheeled the cart in the AV cart could have been rolled in. Could have seen the same thing. But we went there, and I feel like that kind of traumatized me. And then I was thinking, but even weirder, in high school, there was this thing called um, the Body Worlds Exhibit. And we had a science teacher that took us to this exhibit. This is basically people, like the actual Bodies real, of real, people,
2: real, real, real humans without skin. Oh no, to
1: show muscles, to show the anatomy oh, of the body. Gosh. Uh, it was all people that had like donated their bodies to science. But this is
2: oh, this that's this thing, not the science I want to go to.
1: <laughs> this thing traveled around the country, and it's like any exhibit that you would like at the science center, you know, uh, the Pharaoh's Tomb,
2: traveling or, naked anatomy,
1: exactly. <gasps> yes, it, and I'm, pr- I'm. I'm guessing it probably rolled through St. Louis as well. I don't know if it still exists or not, but I am a huge science nerd. I could not handle this. Could not handle it.
2: That's so disgusting. That is disgusting. And I don't
1: know if there was like like parent approval that needed to happen here. But my parents signed off on anything. They were cool with whatever. It was the 90s. And I wanted to get out of school. So.
2: Oh, no, (laughs) no. So now that you bring up like odd field trips, something did come back to me. I do remember at one point we were like going around the places in town. And one of the places that we went to to go tour was the Monroe County Jail. Uh And they didn't really. I remember them specifically saying, we won't show you the cells. It's kind of scary back there, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is so odd for an actually an elementary school kid." But I I do specifically remember telling teachers and saying, "Like, I'm not doing that. I am not doing that." I remember um they they would do like mock car accidents to scare you before prom and stuff. Yes, and I would no, I'm not going out there to see my classmates all bloodied up. No.
1: Yeah. And you have a thing with blood. I'll so. faint. Yeah. I'll faint. <laughs> you actually, you, you can have a doctor's note for anything that has to do with it. And I right? should have at the
2: time, but instead I was just giving my middle teacher's eye roll, my, my teacher's eye rolls and probably middle fingers and saying, I'm not going <laughs> the out there. I'm sorry.
1: There are people on the text line that have uh, fired up here and apparently the body worlds thing does still exist and oh. it's in it's in Vegas right now. So if you want to go to Vegas and,
2: and it check that out. It could stay in Vegas. That feels like a place <laughs> for it to be.
1: What was the weirdest place you took a a class trip to, a field trip? Uh, 314-699-4766. Lots of people went some weird places. I'm telling you. Uh, I talked about the Body Worlds exhibit that actually was at the Science Center. And... Uh, it's just, it's it's people without, they're not wearing any skin. Oh, so,
2: God. Uh, <laughs> I cannot handle that. Every time you bring it up, I can't. I don't know how
1: else to explain it. Uh, from the 636 in sixth grade, we went to go see how hot dogs were made. Really hard to, uh, to eat one these days. Uh, Jessica said they went to the cadaver lab at SLU, which I thought was cool. She said, I also went to the Body World exhibit, and I thought that was so interesting, but I'm a nurse, and I'm weird like that yeah uh, from the 636 they say that the Monroe County Jail also was super weird uh, the body Wor- world's exhibit was at the Science Center they kind of closed it off uh there's like a specific hall that the teachers wouldn't let us go down but we all peeked around the corner another cadaver lab at SLU. that must be like a thing if you've got an anatomy or physiology class that yeah. you know goes there um, I remember taking a field trip to the waste disposal in Weldon Spring and to this day I just remember Remember everyone getting stung by little bees, and everyone literally saying, "Cool, I'm standing on trash." <laughs> oh my God. Hey, you gotta learn these things, people. You gotta learn how the world works.
2: I guess. Oh, who who is coming up with these field trips and making parents sign off on it? Right. The parents are probably looking at each other like, you know what? As long we're not asking questions, exactly, we got other things to do.
1: Go learn, and little Jimmy wants to not be in class that day. Right. So everybody's uh, everybody's interested. Uh, go ahead and let us know on the text line what's the weirdest place you went to on a field trip. 314-699-4766.
0: Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Well, While City SC has an opponent
1: for Saturday, they'll take on Sporting Casey. This will be the uh, like a best of three series. And it's going to be cold and potentially and rainy. rainy. Yeah. And it's also a late game, so it's going to be dipping into the 30s with wind chill. Could you imagine That's if it started so snowing?
2: Crazy. Oh no. <laughs> no, I couldn't.
1: I'm so much of a like I I think I would probably do this for baseball, like if the Cardinals were in the playoffs and, you know, maybe World Series was taking place at Bush Stadium, super cold, I would stand in the cold, I would do that. I don't know if I'd do that for for soccer yet. So
2: soccer fans that actually like care, and by that I mean like lifelong soccer fans, mm-hmm. I feel like they still would do that and they wouldn't think oh, twice yeah. because it's so energetic and yelly and chanty and you're on your feet and your blood is pumping.
1: I mean, when a scarf is part of your merch, right? Then you're set. It just makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, hoping they go far. We got, uh, I think we got a couple wins against Sporting KC over the regular season. I want to say we lost once to them. So, hoping this will go well. If you're going, bundle up, kick off at 9.00. And the likelihood of Yachty returning is high. Yachty was asked about his future as a coach with the Cardinals, and he said, there is something cooking. I've had various offers from uh, Miami and St. Louis over the last year. I think there is something cooking with St. Louis. There is a 90% chance that it happens.
2: Wow. 90. That's pretty high.
1: Yes. So I'm hoping that we see Yachty as a bench coach or, you know, some sort of coach title to his name with the Cardinals organization next season.
2: Yeah. People would be really excited about that.
1: I honestly think that's going to be a game changer. Is
2: his family here? Like, does he live here?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think he's, I think he goes back to Puerto Rico.
2: I think so too, but I was just curious because I didn't know after all those years of being here, if his family was pretty much settled, if yeah. at that point it's easier and more convenient to be like, hey, let's, let's just keep it up.
1: Yeah. Well, he sold his house to Jake Paul, so.
2: His Puerto Rican house. His Puerto
1: Rican house, uh, yeah.
2: What about his St. Louis house? That I don't know. Same.
1: He's probably still hanging out. He's just like, it's 90% chance. He's waiting. Waiting on my opportunity. Waiting on that call. Uh, So let's go for that. And Blues are in Calgary to take on the Flames tonight. Puck drop at 8. And Thursday night football, that's tonight, will be Bills versus Bucks. And I believe that is on Prime Video. So if you've got Prime, you'll be able to watch that game. Trending now. It's Keeping
2: Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Everyone's talking about Travis and Taylor. I mean, even us, like we have totally bought in. But one key component for headlines involves neither of them. But it's Travis's ex-girlfriend of six years, Kayla Nicole. Mm, Yeah. So they broke up about a year ago. That's fine. For a long time, she was that person in the box, hanging out with Brittany Mahomes, going to all the games, cheering on Travis on the red carpets with him, matching nice outfits. And she's pretty big on social media. Like, she's got a huge following, and I think she's technically, like, a fitness person. But all eyes have been on her over the last few weeks to see how she's going to react to things. hmm Headlines were made and rumors were started after she unfollowed her bestie, Brittany Mahomes, after Brittany was hanging out in the box with Taylor these last few games.
1: I'm not going to make any assumptions, but I feel in just seeing Brittany and how she acts in her, you know, on the social medias, that she was very much that girl in high school that was like, ooh, she better. Bye.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I, um, or
1: she's more popular. I'm going to hang out with her, you know?
2: Well, I think she was also just there, you know? But it's finally, Kayla Nicole has finally made a statement to hopefully, I think in her head, put some things to rest. So she said, quote, I do think it's important to publicly address things because I did publicly unfollow people. The reality is that these are people in my real life. And so, in real life, I have already communicated with them to let them know why I've made these decisions, a.k.a. Follow, unfollowing unfriending people. Yeah. She says, there's a lot of history and friendship there, and it doesn't change overnight. These things are all happening so quickly and publicly that I have to protect myself now, and that's all this is. There's still love there. And she goes on to say that she still, quote, loves her Kansas City people and community, but they need to respect her space moving forward and hopefully when they respect that it means they're no longer inserting me into things that no longer involve me aka anything to do with Travis
1: yeah you know i don't know how that all ended i don't know who broke up with yeah, who I don't think or whatever really but, knows. but it's it it's no fun for her because she has nothing to do with this no. new relationship but her name's getting brought up because sure. she dated Travis and everybody's doing research and unfortunately, she's probably had a lot of unwanted attention over the past, you know, however many months now.
2: And I'm sure she did reach out to Brittany Mahomes or whoever else is involved in those like behind the scenes exclusive groups and say, hey, I still think you're great. I'm going to unfollow you because I physically cannot see any more pictures of my ex-boyfriend and the famous, the most famous girl in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I personally would be so unwell. Yeah. So unwell.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess she could have just muted Brittany. And not made a big whole deal about unfollowing her or whatever, I don't know
2: if a lot of people realize that that exists. <laughs> you don't have to unfollow yeah. or block people. You can just use the mute button. Mm, I mean, mute. half the people that I follow are muted because... Including me. I don't want to see your stuff, <laughs> but I don't want to make a scene, you know?
1: I deal with your stuff at work enough.
2: So I do think it was very well put. And I have a lot of sympathy for her in this situation. Can you imagine? Okay, can you imagine... You go through a big breakup after six years with someone and their next partner is Travis Kelsey.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) no.
2: It's a bad day to be Joe Alwyn, but it Uh. looks like uh, Kayla Nicole is making some good statements and choices here.
0: Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 W.I.L.
1: So what do we think about Halloween being on a Tuesday this year?
2: I mean, you know, unless it's on a Friday or a Saturday, it's usually you have a five out of seven chance that it's going to be on a crappy night. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess if it was on a different night, it would make things a lot easier. If it was on maybe the last Saturday of October every year.
2: The way that Thanksgiving's always on a Thursday.
1: Exactly. It'd make trick-or-treating easier, especially on the parents. And we kind of do it with other holidays. Thanksgiving is always on a th- on the third Thursday, like you said. Memorial Day is the last Monday in May. The main argument against it is that it's always been the 31st, so why change it now?
2: Yeah, I think I think people do hold a weight to the date of it all. Like this is a bad example because I know people are gonna get religiously up in arms. But what if we were like Christmas is on the last Saturday? Period. <laughs> no one's getting more days off work. It's so on Saturday. Yeah, what, think do you you, th- <laughs> what do you? How do you like that? <laughs> that's kind of how that feels to me. Yeah,
1: but like Halloween and Christmas are uh, I only know
2: that, because of the religious reason.
1: I know that there's some religious stuff that's, you know with Halloween and the date and all the stuff, but I mean, let's be honest. Halloween, how we celebrate it, is a very hallmark holiday, right? It it, it to me is in the same playing field as Super Bowl Sunday. And why do we always have the biggest game of the year in the NFL on a Sunday and then I'll have to go back to work on Monday? Just put that on a Saturday.
2: The other reason I would say I agree with Super Bowl. Um, The other reason I would say that it should be kept on its original day is that I think it opens up a little bit of freedom for different and multiple events. So like kids are gonna trick or treat on Tuesday. Adults are doing their adult parties over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Like the high school kids can have their little dress up parties and stuff over the weekend. You know, like I think if trick or treating always fell on that Saturday, it would delete a lot of commercial excuses for big parties and for bars and things to make money on that weekend.
1: Gotcha, back in 2018, The Halloween and Costume Association launched a change.org petition to make it happen, racked up over 150,000 signatures since then. So a lot of people are into the idea, but there's no actual plan in the works to do it. If we did make Halloween the last Saturday in October, it would fall on the 28th this year, the 26th next year, on the 25th in 2025. We don't see a Saturday Halloween until 2026. Right. So...
2: I hate to be the one to say it, but it really only benefits parents with little kids uh, yeah. and like those little kids. Well,
1: it wouldn't affect you at all anyway. I mean, you, exactly. do, you so don't So the have only kids. reason it
2: benefits yeah. is for, and those kids grow up anyway.
1: Let's be honest. I don't think that I've gone to like an adult Halloween party since we had kids. So
2: can you imagine how it would change the trick or treating game if Halloween was always on a Saturday?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be, They'd be great.
2: out. no, kids would be out later there is essentially no curfew tricks are actually on the table now because what do they got to go home for they don't
1: i guess you're right more chaos
2: it would just be more kids on the street i hate to put it that way but i mean like if you really think about it it could get chaotic
1: all right Tuesday night it is
0: The 31 mornings of Halloween With Remy and Casey Powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon
1: All this week we've been giving out Ringling Brothers tickets If you want to take the family We're going to be playing a game called Famous Clowns No they don't have Famous Clowns Or clowns in general at Ringling Brothers anymore But we're giving a little shout out To their heritage because there was a lot of clowns back in the day.
2: Mm. I'm glad I missed that day.
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you three clues. You tell me who the famous clown is for these Ringling Brothers tickets. Here we go with number one. His first appearance was in 1963. Number two. One of the originals was also Bozo the Clown and eventually became a contributor to... On the Today Show. And number three, one of his best friends is Mayor McCheese.
2: Now, this one is definitely you. <laughs> It all adds straight up.
1: Yes, yes. My first appearance in 1963 was uh, was awesome.
2: Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese, my Besties.
1: boy. Uh, let me know on the text, or I'm sorry, give us a call. 314-954-9230. If you think you know which famous clown we're talking about, and you can win those Ringling Brothers tickets right now Ninety two three wil oh, Hi, this is Cameron. Cameron. I'm going to give you the clues again. You got to name this famous clown for the Ringling Brothers tickets. Number one, his first appearance was in 1963. One of the originals was also Bozo the Clown and eventually became a contributor on The Today Show. And one of his best friends is Mayor McCheese. Who's the clown? Ronald McDonald. Yeah! Nick freaking Donald, Let's go.
2: McCheese. The heck? All,
1: oh, I didn't want to give like the Hamburglar or any mm, of those guys obvious. because those are, those are, uh, or Grimace because those are easy. Um, anyways, they haven't used uh, Ronald McDonald in some years now.
2: Oh, you're right. Yeah. I really haven't seen him at all.
1: I think they've used the cartoon version of him, but not the actual real life Ronald McDonald.
2: Wow. Cameron, shout out because I was not going to guess that answer.
1: Congrats. You're going to Ringling Brothers. Thank you.
0: Remy and Casey.
1: Time to play the big three. We've got Eric in Belleville on the phone, going to be playing alongside Casey this morning. Go ahead. Spin that wheel.
2: You got you to put some WD-40 on this. I'm she's, sick of it not spinning.
1: She's either playing tennis or spinning a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, today's game is called Thirsty Thursday It's Twilight Trivia
2: Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh! I had a
1: feeling you would like this game I don't think you'll need it But if you would like to go to Eric Who I'm assuming probably doesn't know a whole lot About Twilight
2: Eric, what do you, how, do you what do you think about Twilight?
1: Uh, I'm going to be honest I've never watched it, but I'm hoping that the way it sounds is you're going to be very good at
2: it. It's fine, I got us I don't
1: mean to stereotype, I really don't No,
2: but, but understandable Just had
1: a feeling Okay, here we go, question number one What is the name Of Bella and Edward's daughter Who was born half human, half vampire
2: A combination of her mother And his adoptive mother Renesmee
1: Renesmee, final answer
2: Yes my 2009 is showing.
1: <laughs> Question number two. In the first movie, Edward tells Bella to hold on tight. and proceed, monkey. Proceeds to call her an animal. Which animal? That's the one. Spider monkey. <laughs> I thought I might get you with that one. <clears throat> In eclipse, Bella ends up breaking her hand.
2: How, you're asking?
1: One second. I have audio. (laughs) I have audio here. Okay.
2: What's
1: going on? I kissed Bella and she broke her hand. How did she break her hand?
2: Punching my face. She punched Jacob in the jaw.
1: Punching Jacob in the jaw. And it broke her hand. All right. Final answer?
2: Yes. Wow, we flew through this.
1: We did. We go back to Eric. How many out of three do you think Casey got right today? Well, since she felt confident and flew through it, I'm going to say all three. All three. Not that we have to go through them, but let's go ahead and, and go through them. Uh, yes, Renesmee is the daughter of Be- Bella and Edward. The name derives from Bella's mother's name and her adoptive mother-in-law, Esme.
2: You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster.
1: We just called her Nessie. <laughs> In the first movie, Edward tells Bella to hold on tight and proceeds to call her an animal.
0: You better hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs>
1: The first movie was so weird. <laughs> Hang on.
0: You better hold on tight, Spider Monkey. <laughs> it sounds inappropriate.
2: T-
1: yep, yep, and, and it was. And then how did she break her hand? What's going on? I kissed Bella, and she broke her hand, punching my face. Total misunderstanding. <laughs> Total misunderstanding <sighs> was just punching Jacob in the
2: face. Love it.
1: Yeah. Well, congratulations.
2: Thank you. Congratulations to... Eric, yeah. who's going to Jingle Fest now? Hello. Congratulations, folks.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. need to you. do way deeper cut questions next time for you Thursday do. Thirsty. Do you know
2: what? Save that for next week and we'll do it all over again. Sounds good. Love, Love it. it. Wow, well, jinx. Mm-hmm. Bringing
0: Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 923 WIL.
2: Did Garth Brooks just marry John Party?
1: Um, I have questions.
2: Could sound like it. So, John Party's always called Garth his biggest inspiration. So, Garth Brooks got to have the honor and the privilege to be the guy to induct John Party into the Grand Ole Opry recently. Okay. I you know the Opry. They obviously broadcast everything. Yeah. And they at least film it all, too, and put the videos online. How was John
1: Party not inducted already? You know what I mean? I th-
2: no, I think you'd be surprised at how many people, like, aren't members. Huh. And okay. th- the seemingly obvious people.
1: Yeah. That's- I wonder how. Uh, here's another question. I wonder how many people Garth has had Inducted. the honor of inducting.
2: Yeah. I know so. Trisha did Lauren Elena. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is another topic. Yes. So it's been a 15 <laughs> year climb from John Party from moving to Nashville to now becoming a member of the Opry. But one of the weirdest moments in the ceremony for me is when Garth is handing. John Party, the uh, I guess the award, mm-hmm. the official Opry member trophy, and he says, "This is me and you joined in the holy matrimony shared by our love of country music."
1: Okay, I thought you were gonna say he didn't let the he wasn't letting the award go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like no, <laughs> He said it, and the audience goes. Mm. <laughs> oh.
1: Garth is out there Saying stuff Trisha's usually. backstage With yeah. the
2: producers And she's like Just let him Just let he, him go He says some He'll of bring the bring it back around
1: Weirdest stuff when he's doing impromptu, studio you know what G, I mean. <laughs> studio G, baby. Studio G.
2: Oh, so uh, yeah. Because he
1: wants to be so deep, right? He's Garth Brooks. He knows that everybody's hanging on every single word he says. <laughs> he wants to be super deep, and it just comes out. Sometimes it's like ah, I think I don't
2: that know. is a segment going deep with Garth. I'm studio-
1: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
2: Oh, I was like, we're
1: going to have a a decent Garth Brooks break here, and it just went off the rails. I
2: know. As hard as we try, just, um, (laughs) it can't happen. (laughs) As one of John Party's first activities as an official Opry member, tomorrow he'll be kicking off this season of life with uh, his very first Christmas album. I know. You've been looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Well, he said it's going to be different than most Christmas albums, so that's what I'm looking forward to most about that.
2: Verbatim. Quoted, we won't have that boring ass Christmas music.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he
2: said, no, Oh Holy Night or Oh Silent Night.
1: No offense to any of those I don't songs. Know what song is. It's just been done. It's a lot. been done
2: and it's been redone. Yeah. And if you know John Party, you know he's trying to kick it up a notch. Mm-hmm. So. I haven't actually looked at the track list yet, but I know it's out, so the album comes out tonight at midnight, and I will post more about this on our Facebook page and Instagram. You can follow us at 92.3 W.I.L. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg Key and the St. Clair Automall and Shiloh off 64.
0: Remy and Casey.
1: Yesterday, we went out with some volunteers on our little stretch of 270. It's right past Dorset. Um, I guess that would be Maryland Heights area. So it's not far from the station. And you may see our signs when you're driving down 270 every day.
2: They're kind of small. They're, yeah, they're, they're a It's small. blue. It says Remy and Casey 923W. Yeah.
1: Uh, so we try to keep that thing as clean as we possibly can. But y'all are nasty. Yeah. It's trash everywhere. A
2: true shame.
1: So uh, we, we went out with some volunteers yesterday, picked up some trash. And uh, there was, you know, there's always some wild things that happen. I would say most notably... Trash happened right before our very eyes as a trailer, you know, a truck carrying a trailer went by. And you can see this in the video that I just posted on the 92.3 WIL Instagram page. A Home Depot orange bucket flies off the back of this trailer.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: And gets obliterated by a car. This all happens within seconds as we're standing on the side of 270 in the grass.
2: Yeah. Like if that car hit the bucket in the wrong direction... It could have totally taken one of us out. Yeah. But like, just the just the sound of the bucket then hitting the road, it was so it was such a loud pop. You and I about jumped out of our skin.
1: Yeah. I I cannot emphasize enough. Secure your load.
2: Okay. This was the only time I think I had a moment (laughs) of like not feeling safe while we've been doing this. Like it, it, we always feel generally pretty safe. You're far enough off the road to think anything of it. Yeah. Um. But this was the first time that I was like, whoa a
1: step back. Yeah. I, I do envy people that have adopted highways on country roads.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because
1: I, every time we get out of the car to go do a cleanup, you get out there and it's quiet in the car. You open the door and it's, you're on a so highway. loud. Trucks going by, cars going by, and all it takes is like, you know, one distracted driver to veer off. And there's, you know, there's obviously, there's there's crashes that happen in that area. So there's a lot of debris and stuff.
2: and Hoods mind, of cars, if bumpers. You, if you do want to adopt a highway, you can choose a more uh, subtle area. <laughs> yeah. It's just that we wanted something close to our station. So we're right smack dab in the county.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, video is posted on the 923 wil Instagram page. It'll go on Facebook and TikTok as well. But we always have a blast whenever we go out there. We always find some weird stuff. You can see all of the different things including there's biohazard material out there. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. How do you not secure that? Why is that on the side of 270?
2: And it's a good thing we're wearing gloves these days. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. We've upgraded. Uh, You can see that video now on
0: the 92.3 WIL socials. It's Remy and Casey's hometown heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service heating, cooling, and insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com.
1: Today we say thanks to Crystal Vogel, nominated by Cody Sheridan. Crystal is the community director at Addington Place of Sparta. I feel like I need to reread that. Sparta. Addington Place of Sparta. Wow. She's hardworking and very dedicated. She's great at what she does. Thanks.
2: Crystal, thank you for what you do. Here's your request song. It's Luke Combs' Fast Car on 92.3 WAL.
1: And just like that, Friday Light is in the books. That's it for us. Uh, We are Remy and Casey. And today we uh, talked about our whole 270 experience. Yesterday we adopted a piece of 270 to clean up. And uh, we went out to clean up do that yesterday for our quarterly cleanup and uh, almost died.
2: Oh, it's a little dramatic. There was an unexpected uh, shot fired. It's not what you think. No,
1: no. It was a bucket that flew off the back of a trailer and then got obliterated by another car and came in our general direction.
2: Pieces just shatter everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, It really, the video, is the video up? The video's up. The video's up, so you can see it on our Facebook page and Instagram at 92.3WIL. We also played Twilight Trivia earlier. Yeah. Killed it.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to make a, a harder version of this because you just nailed every single question.
2: I, th- I think you should go as hard as you can when it comes to... Uh, finding the difficult version of this.
1: I didn't realize how well-known the Spider-Monkey line was, but oh, yeah, apparently that's the
2: ridiculous. apparently
1: that's the only line that people remember from the first Twilight is, hang on tight Spider-Monkey.
2: Because <laughs> I don't even know if it's in the real book. It's just so ridiculous that you'll yeah. never forget Robert Pattinson saying that.
1: Super random. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we'll see you back here for a Friday. Goodbye! Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W-I-L.